Be sure to check out www.dailynews.com. WDW Daily News provides articles and other information about the Walt Disney Company and more. Be sure to follow them on Twitter at WDW Daily News, a proud partner of Sorcerer Radio. You're listening to DW60 on Sorcerer Radio. The following is an original production of the Sorcerer Radio Network. Sorcerer Radio. Lots of bacon on a biscuit. Let's go. We're burning For the headlines from the Walt Disney World Resort, it's DW60's Press Row. However, you may be listening Sorcerer Radio, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, Anchor FM. We are glad you're here to find out what is happening at the Walt Disney World Resort. Jeff Davis here with you. Ladies and gentlemen, we are standing at 942 days without a nighttime parade over at the Magic Kingdom. I was just there this past weekend. No parade. No parade whatsoever. So, we continue to count the days. Disney has made no announcement whatsoever. We're hoping at D23 that changes. Lots of news happened while I was away. Last week, DJ Sorcy was nice enough to bring you guys some fantastic music from Seasons and Waves, which is playing right now on the Sorcerer Radio app and over at srsounds.com. So, make sure you check out that. But, uh, yeah, it's a good trip. To Walt Disney World. Good trip, but we have a lot of news to talk about. First, I want to touch on the 2019 Epcot International Food and Wine Festival. It's celebrating its 24th year. 24 years of this. It's absolutely crazy. And for those of you who love to walk the World Showcase all day long, eating different types of food, drinking different types of beverages, whether it be alcoholic drinks or non alcoholic drinks, this year it is happening. From August the 29th to November the 23rd, 87 days. The longest festival in the park's history. Long time, lots of opportunities for you to try out all the things that you want to and maybe a few things that you don't want to that you just want to try for the first time. I recommend that. Always do that. But this year's event is going to be featuring 30 global marketplaces with new food like the Kenyan Coffee Barbecue Beef Tenderloin. That is going to be over in the Africa Marketplace. Or if you want to try the plant-based cottage pie at Earth Eats. 
Stuff like that is going to be available for you to check out. Now, also, the Disney Du Jour Dance Party is going to be expanding to seven days a week this year. It's also going to be taking place Sunday through Thursdays. While on Fridays and Saturdays, there will be stars from Radio Disney who will perform live on stage. Now, on opening weekend, actress-singer Meg Donnelly. From the Disney Channel original movie, Zombies is going to be there with some additional celebrity headliners as well that are going to be announced at a later date. Also, Remy's Ratatouille Hide and Squeak Scavenger Hunt and the popular Candy Sushi Interactive Experience will also return this year. The Eat to the Beat concert series is going to be running through November the 19th every single night with a variety of you know genres from rock and country and... Latin swing stuff like that. Performances will take place Sunday through Thursdays at 5:30, 6:45, and 8 p.m. And then on Friday and Saturdays, it will happen at 6:30, 7:45, and 9 p.m. at the American Gardens Theater. Guests can guarantee that their concert seating by booking to the Eat to the Beat dining package for breakfast, lunch, or dinner at one of many different Epcot restaurants that are available. And all you have to do is just uh, call WDW Dine. And uh, you can get a hold of that and check that out for a wonderful dessert party. Lots of great desserts to check out. And the seating for the E2B concert series will be fantastic. Guaranteed a seat. Even if it's raining, you'll stay nice and dry as well. Now, if you're going to be looking for more of a, uh, you know, a culinary experience, an adventure, you may say, uh, you may want to do something like this. Events that take place at the festival can be a lot of fun, like the Party for the Senses. It happens over at the World Showplace Events Pavilion, the sensational event featuring chefs and uh, you know other things from around the world to happen select Saturdays through November the 9th. Then you've got Sunday Brunch with the Chef, hosted by celebrity chefs such as uh, like Kat Cora, Andrew Zimmerman, and others. Uh, select Sundays, that's when that will happen through November the 17th. Then you've got Mix It, Make It, Celebrate It. Sounds familiar, doesn't it? Well, it's, all, it's hands-on workshops that let you rub shoulders with visiting chefs, bakers, mixologists, and other pros. And that's going to be happening. Select Mondays and Thursdays all the way through November the 13th. So a lot of fantastic things gearing up this year for the Epcot International Food and Wine Festival. Check it out. All right, we've talked about mobile ordering before. Mobile ordering has become very popular at the Walt Disney World Resort and has even caused some lines just for mobile ordering alone. It, but it is still kind of a little bit of a shorter line than regular lines to get food. Not all the time, but sometimes it is. So we do know that mobile ordering is going to be at Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, according to the Orange County Register out there in California. So we know locations that are going to be offering it as well. Mobile ordering will be available at Docking Bay 7 Food and Cargo, then Ronto Roasters, and the Milk Stand when Star Wars Galaxy's Edge opens on May the 31st, 31st I'm sorry, at Disneyland Park in Anaheim, California. Now, there are two locations also that are excluded from this offering. That is Ogus Cantina and Katsaka's Kettle Popcorn Stand. Now, the cantina is going to be the first location to serve alcoholic beverages to guests in Disneyland Park. But even the non, non-alcoholic, I'm sorry, even the non-alcoholic offerings at Ogus Cantina will not be available through mobile ordering. So you can't do it. You're going to have to wait in line for those. It's unfortunate, but I'm sure it will be worth it to be able to do that. 
Now, while mobile ordering locations will likely be the same at Star Wars Galaxy's Edge and Walt Disney World, there hasn't been any word on that so far. We're not exactly sure, so we're going to be waiting to hear about that. But I'm sure if it's going to be happening in California with Galaxy's Edge opening first there, I'm sure it will happen at Walt Disney World as well. May change in the future, but we'll just have to wait and see. So we all use a magic band, most of us, when we visit the Walt Disney World Resort. And, you know, magic bands come in different colors. But the thing is, we like to accessorize our magic bands at the same time. So what do we do? We visit these stores on Etsy and other websites, and we have stickers that we put on our magic bands to decorate them. Now, Disney does sometimes offer some great limited edition magic bands. It has Star Wars, The Avengers, or Mickey and Minnie on it, something like that. But they're a little bit costly, so we don't get them all as much. Well, according to the Disney Parks blog, Disney hotel guests, along with new and renewing annual pass holders, you're soon going to have an option if you want to upgrade your complimentary solid color magic band to a magic band that features designs, your favorite Disney characters, maybe some other things, you're going to have an opportunity to do that. There's going to be over 30 designs to choose from, and the price of the upgrade will reflect a $14.99 discount off the regular retail cost through the My Disney Experience website. That is pretty good. Now, you don't have to do this upgrade if you don't want to. But like always, they will be shipped to your home, U.S. addresses only, if you want them shipped to your house. If ordered 11 days or more ahead of arrival, and if you want, they can be personalized, if done so, at least six days or more ahead of time before your arrival, if you're picking them up when you go. This is a really good option. Like I said before, a lot of people will visit Etsy and buy stickers to put on their magic bands. Maybe they're paying less than $14.99, maybe not. But if you're buying it from Disney, here's the deal. What you're going to get is something that's not going to rub off pretty much. Because with these stickers, what happens if it, if it gets wet or something else happens or it starts to chip away or whatever can be a problem sometimes. And maybe you have to buy more sticker decorations for your Magic Band. With one of the Magic Bands you get from Disney, it's solid, it's built into it, and it looks fantastic. Look into the option once Disney makes this actually happen to see if it's something that you might like to do. So, did you have a chance to see Avengers Endgame yet? I finally got to see it the other day, and um, I, I don't have words to describe, you know, how fantastic of a movie this was. Absolutely wonderful. I'm not going to spoil anything for anybody. Even though the the, uh, the spoiler ban has been lifted uh, by the directors and, and everybody, you know, you can talk about it freely if you want to. I'm not going to spoil it for anybody just in case you have not seen it because we're what, you know, two weeks after the fact that we saw uh, the Star Wars, not Star Wars, Avengers Endgame, you know, debuted in theaters, but I did get to see it. It was fantastic. Well, there are people out there who don't have the opportunity right now to see Avengers Endgame, and I'm talking about our troops who are deployed overseas. Well, this week, the Walt Disney Company surprised U.S. troops stationed in Afghanistan by holding screenings of Avengers Endgame in the latest smash hit from Marvel Studios. That's fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. On Wednesday and Thursday, Disney brought the movie to Bagram Airfield, and there were plans to screen it in Kandahar this weekend. That is 
amazing. So there was a social media post from a Disney fan whose husband is deployed in the Air Force and it inspired Disney CEO Bob Iger to put into plan bringing the film to some of America's biggest overseas bases in the areas. Most of the troops, I'm guessing, probably had to guess I'm going to have to avoid spoilers until I make my way back around the world and go home and then I can see Avengers Endgame. Well, so that it wasn't going to be spoiled to them because especially in places like Afghanistan, Afghanistan, it's hard to be able to watch movies and do other things. It's, it's such a dangerous area. So what they did, what Disney did, the film arrived on disc. They're overseas. And it had to be unlocked with a special code. Now, only Army and Air Force Exchange Service employees and also a Disney executive on site were able to unlock the film for the troops, which gathered for several showings each day. So that, and the reason they did that is because, well, what if somebody got a hold of the disc and they stole it and just tried to distribute it out across the world for free? Disney didn't want that to happen, so they, I guess they had to put some type of a, uh, a code on it. So you had to put that code in, but they were able to see it. Bob Iger said this in a statement. He said, we're thrilled to be able to do something special for our troops in Afghanistan to boost morale and show our gratitude for their service. I'm grateful to Cat Lancaster for the great suggestion and to the Army and Air Force Exchange Service for helping us make this happen. So to all of those troops out there in Afghanistan, uh, I'm so glad they got to see the movie and they can talk about it amongst themselves. I'm sure even those who were not Marvel fans who had never seen an Avengers movie before probably watched it just to get a little taste of home. That is an absolutely fantastic story. So it is no secret that Star Wars Galaxy's Edge opening up phase one to all guests at Disney's Hollywood Studios at 6 a.m. on August the 29th. And then also it's going to be opening at 6 a.m. on August 30th and 31st. So those three days, (laughs) I wouldn't even go. I wouldn't even go. The lines just to get in are going to be ridiculous. But unlike the reservation system that Disneyland has put in place when it opens Galaxy's Edge on May the 31st, on those three first days of operation, there are no announced restrictions on which guests with a valid theme park admission, a ticket, can you know visit. If you have a ticket, you can go and visit. No restrictions whatsoever. Now, naturally, if the land... Well, not if. The land will reach capacity. And as people leave, Disney will allow people to go in. But that means just a very long line for Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. That's the thing. And at the same time, there will be no Fast Pass reservations. No Fast Pass Plus reservations for the land or its attractions when the land opens. We don't know if we're ever going to get them. They haven't announced anything. They've told us nothing. Now, Disney Resort Hotel guests and those at the participating partner hotels, like Walt Disney's Swan and Dolphin Resort and Disney Springs and elsewhere, will get a bit of a head start on Batu starting on September the 1st or other early morning 
opportunities at Magic Kingdom and Disney's Animal Kingdom. Because Walt Disney World has announced new extra, extra magic hours for Disney's Hollywood Studios, including Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, the Magic Kingdom, and Disney's Animal Kingdom, plus a selection of mornings where Epcot is going to have more traditional extra magic hours. Now, here's what's going to happen, all right? Disney's Hollywood Studios, daily from September 1st through November the 2nd, the park is going to have extra, extra magic hours from 6 a.m. to 9 a.m., which includes Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, plus Toy Story Land attractions and other select attractions. Star Wars Galaxy's Edge and its experiences are subject to capacity. There will be no extra, extra magic hours for August 29th through the 31st, as the park will be open to all guests at 6 a.m. Then Disney's Animal Kingdom. They will have those extra, extra magic hours available August 29th through November the 2nd from 7 to 8 a.m., featuring Pandora, the World of Avatar, and other attractions throughout the theme park. Then we have the Magic Kingdom, again, offering extra, extra magic hours, scheduled between August the 29th and November the 2nd from 7 to 8 a.m., featuring several attractions in Fantasyland and also Tomorrowland, same as the usual extra magic hour offerings. Now, as with all of these offerings, the extra, extra magic hours benefit does require a valid theme park admission and hotel ID like your key to the world card or a reservation linked to a magic band. Now, as you would expect, guess with the park hopper option or park hopper plus option will not be allowed to park hop after enjoying the extra, extra magic hours benefit. Okay. Not all attractions operate during extra, extra magic hours or regular extra magic hours and may change without notice. So this is a very unique opportunity for you to try and check out Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Or if you don't want to, opportunities at Hollywood Studios, Animal Kingdom and Magic Kingdom to try other attractions, specifically like Animal Kingdom, Flight of Passage, there in Pandora. Good opportunities. So if I were you, I would try to avoid August 29th, 30th, and the 31st as much as you can. With these early morning extra, extra magic hours going on for three hours, you know, show up at 4 a.m., show up at 4.30 or something, and do that. Because the only people you're going to be fighting during those times are other resort guests. It will not be open to everybody like it is on the 29th of August, the 30th, and the 31st. Because on those three days, first come, get the opportunity. The rest of you are just going to have to wait. I think it's a great idea. I think the this extra magic hour that they're giving everybody is good. Is it going to make all that much of a difference? Hard to say. I don't know. I won't be there. But if you do something like this, I would love to hear what your experience was like. 
and send that experience to me in an email. Send your email to DW60 at SRSounds.com. All right, we got to step away from Star Wars Galaxy's Edge a little bit with some other stuff. All right, on May the 1st, 2019, Disney's Animal Kingdom welcomed the birth of a female baby western lowland gorilla at Gorilla Falls Exploration Trail. Now, the baby has been named Grace after the Grace Gorilla Sanctuary and the Democratic Republic of Congo, which helps gorillas orphaned by poaching. Disney's Animal Kingdom care experts have helped Grace for over 10 years in its rehabilitation of orphaned gorillas. Grace's parents, Kashada and Gino, were chosen to breed through the Species Survival Plan Program, overseen by the Association of Zoos and Aquariums, to ensure responsible breeding of critically endangered species to help create healthy, genetically diverse populations. So that's fantastic news over Disney's Animal Kingdom. At the Magic Kingdom, they are offering a signature celebration package at Cinderella's Royal Table starting in August. Now, for $199 for adults and $169 for children, plus tax and gratuity, and, of course, valid Magic Park theme park admission is required. Um, Guests get to combine dinner at Cinderella's Royal Table with reserved fireworks viewing of the nightly presentation of Happily Ever After in the West Plaza Garden. And then, after the fireworks presentation, uh, you got the dessert party at the Tomorrowland Terrace. Now, exclusive to this offering are a personal greeting from Cinderella and Prince Charming, along with a complimentary glass of sparkling wine for those age-appropriate, of course, or a specialty beverage. Now, the meal concludes with a gift box of Cinderella-inspired confections. During dinner, of course, Cinderella's princess friends will visit your table and be available for photos. The package is only available during one seating time at Cinderella's royal table, and reservations are limited. Call 407-WDW-DINE or visit DisneyWorld.com for more information and reservations. Well, like the Pixar Play Zone at Disney's Contemporary Resort, there was a te- that was a test program. The new Captain Hook's Pirate Crew provides a new nightly immersive group experience for kids ages 4 to 12. Now kids can journey into the world of pirate feasting, treasure seeking, and high energy sailing. The $55 child plus tax experience at Seaside Retreat in Disney's Beach Club Resort runs from 5 to 8.30 p.m. and gives kids an opportunity to join Captain Hook's crew on a quest for hidden treasure, solving puzzles, and gathering clues on land before sailing on a pontoon boat around Crescent Lake. This sounds fantastic. The evening includes feasting, which is likely a meal that is going to be given during some time of the day. But the uh, Disney Parks blog post uh, didn't make that very clear when we saw it. So we're guessing that's what it is. And an opportunity to interact with Captain Hook is also going to be available as well during this time. Now, if you want more information or you want to book a reservation for this, what you need to do is call 407-824-KIDS. That's 407-824-KIDS. What you need to do. Finally, the new Grapefruit Garage on Buena Vista Drive. Open to the public on April the 16th, 2019. A lot of you know about that. It is located on the south side of Buena Vista Drive. 
across from the street from the Lime Garage. And according to Reedy Creek Improvement District cast members, Disney Springs cast members are required to park in the new garage, just so you know if it looks always a little full. Okay. Now, the two older Disney Spring garages, Orange and Lime, have been going through a, uh, you know, construction phase. It's technology work that relates to the systems used to indicate where spaces are available and where they're not. And at least as of, you know, last week when I was there with Nicole, both of those, the Orange and Lime, still had some work that was ongoing. And it may interfere a little bit with the traffic flow and limit the number of spaces available in those garages. So make note of that if you're headed to Disney Springs. But, I mean, let's be honest. Those new parking structures structures have, you know, really made a difference, a world of difference, along with the new traffic patterns over Disney Springs. They are very welcome, and we all enjoy them. But that's just a little construction up, update for you in case you're headed over to Disney Springs. I do have one email that I need to get to for the show this week. It comes from Brandon. He says, Hi, Jeff. I was just going through my Facebook feed a few moments ago, and a story popped up from the Fun Zone that apparently this year, Disney has decided to retire the Hallowishes Fireworks Show from Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party and replace it with a new one. Do you happen to know what Disney is replacing with placing it with and when why they have decided to do this uh i do not know the name of the show uh disney has not released those details as of yet and really disney did not give any reason as to why hello wishes was being replaced now let's be honest hello wishes has been around for 10 plus years easily and uh, when Wishes went away, a lot of people thought right at the same time that Hallow Wishes were going to go away. It did not. It has continued for a couple of years. But I'm sure that it will be a new projection show on Cinderella's Castle that is going to have, you know, some fireworks implemented. But uh, all of the, uh, the images of Halloween uh, will be, you know, played during the show. I don't know that specifically. Uh, I, Disney has not told me anything, so I cannot confirm anything on that. But I'm just guessing, you know, that is the direction Disney has been going with their nighttime shows. Projections on the buildings with some fireworks included. Lasers, great music, stuff like that. So I'm guessing the same direction is going to be taken when it comes to the new nighttime entertainment that you will have with Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party. So, Brandon, I hope that that answers your question. If you have a question or anything else that you want to ask me about something that's happening at Walt Disney World, send me an email. Send your email to DW60 at SRSounds.com. That's your email and your headlines from the Walt Disney World Resorts here on Press Row. Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. Sorcerer Radio, SRSounds.com. A new coffee for Expedition Roasters, Curacao and Curacao. This tag says drink me for a Wonderland coffee crumb cake experience. Oh my, I feel so exhilarated. And look at all of these other handcrafted themed coffees and teas they have. It's like falling down a rabbit hole into the most wonderful coffee and tea party. Now you better hurry, you don't want to be late. So head over to expeditionroasters.com to brew a little magic at your home. 
Sorcerer Radio listeners, be sure to use code MAGIC15 for 15% off your next purchase with us. Brew your happy place. Ready for some fun in the Disney parks? Don't forget your Sorcerer Radio gear. The Sorcerer Radio Shop has everything you need to show your SR pride in the parks. Pins, shirts, hats, and more. Before you begin your vacation, stop by the Sorcerer Radio Shop at srsounds.com shop. There's nothing quite like the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. It's the place where dreams come true. Moments last a lifetime, and enchantment is around every corner. The world tells you to grow up. Here, you never have to. Walt Disney World Resort. That's the power of magic. To book your magical Walt Disney World vacation, call Storybook Destinations at 1-844-TO-STORY or visit storybookdestinations.com. Do you have a Disney-related business or product and would like help getting the word out? Become a sponsor of Sorcerer Radio today. For more information, please contact our business office via email at sponsors at srsounds.com. It's DW60 with Jeff Davis. There's a very powerful voice. Where it's coming from, we have no idea. On Sorcerer Radio, srsounds.com. Welcome back. It is DW60's Press Row Podcast. We've gotten through all the headlines we needed to, but a separate segment to go through this time around. We have to talk about our recent trip to the Walt Disney World Resort uh, last weekend. Uh, well, the weekend before last. And joining me here on the podcast, she is the owner of Postcards from MainStreet.com. My lovely fiance. Hi. It's the bub. It's That's Nicole. Me. Hi. So trip report time on our very short little excursion yes. that we took. Um, not exactly a last minute trip, but it kind of was in a way. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't a trip that we had planned out for a year or yeah. anything like that. Yeah. But we've been planning it. I mean, since our last trip, I think. And that would have been the uh, December. December. Yeah, mm-hmm. December trip. And uh, the main reason that we wanted to do this trip, you know, I proposed to Nicole uh, at the Magic Kingdom back in December. And she said yes, of course. I that's, did. I said yes. That's why she's still here. <laughs> Otherwise, uh, I that'd mean. That would be awkward. Yeah, that would be awkward. Uh, and so we decided we were going to do engagement pictures in a different location. And that did not work out. So we started thinking about other locations that we wanted to go to to do uh, engagement photos. And we came to the realization that we wanted to do uh, our pictures at Walt Disney World. Yeah, it's somewhere that's that's special to us. It's where we got engaged. It, it yeah. has a lot of, of meaning to us. So we figured what better place than our favorite place Yeah. to take pictures. Yeah, the only thing was the hard part of the real decision was where to do them at. Right. We, well, I knew, wanted to do them at a resort versus in the parks. Um, and, but picking a resort was hard. So 
Originally, we said, you know, Saratoga or Old Key West or Port Orleans. Right. And we ended up at the Grand Floridian. Yeah. And that was a good location to pick. It was. It ended up being the perfect place. It did. It did. We'll we'll get to those details in a second. So we we, we decided that. And then we... uh, we're bad procrastinators. We're we're bad about this. We knew when we wanted to go. We had a date set up and everything, and we got to like a week and a half away. We're like, oh, we, we still need to book a we hotel. We should book a hotel. <laughs> we should have a place to sleep. Where are we going to go? That yeah. might be a good idea. Yeah, and the place we wanted to go to was all booked up, and so we decided on another place, which was fine. It was. It, it was good. It was clean. Problems. It was quiet. Um, it was budget-friendly. Yeah. Not on property. It checked all our boxes. No. It, it did. So we left. And here's, here's the crazy part about it. We decided we're going to do like an overnight trip to get to Orlando. And so we left on a Friday evening about 930 at night. And we decided let's drive all the way to um, Tallahassee. Tallahassee. Yeah. And... Um, we got to Tallahassee probably about, I'd say, 2, 2.30 in the morning. Yep. And stopped at a rest stop, and we spent the rest of the night at the rest stop in the Jeep, because we took the Jeep this time. And I'm I'm small enough, I fit in the back seat. I just laid out across the back seat, curled up, I was good to go. I brought a pillow. Yeah. I was she, smart. She was a smart one. Um, for, for you Jeep owners out there, uh, the driver's seat laid back is is not the most comfortable uh, way to to spend four to five hours trying to get some rest or anything but either either way we did fine uh, we woke up uh, a few hours later and after getting some sleep and we drove on into Orlando we got there at like noon we got into town around noon yeah so it really wasn't bad we stopped we got gas we got coffee um, and kept on trucking yeah pretty much eastbound and down mm-hmm and uh, Got checked into our hotel, and we were both just starving. I'm just starving. Starving and sweaty and sleepy and all of the above. Yeah, everything combined. And so we cleaned up real quick, and we went to uh, Sweet Tomatoes. Oh, we love Sweet Tomatoes. Yeah. Unfortunately, Sweet Tomatoes is not going to be there very much longer. That whole Crossroads Shopping Center isn't going to be there very long, and... I'm I'm kind of sad about it. There's a lot of good stuff there. Yeah. There's um, the pirate mini golf. You can hear Kona. Yeah. And her chicken. Now she decides to play with the chicken. Uh, pirate mini golf. There's uh, what else is in there? Sweet tomatoes. There's Tom and Chi. There's Buffalo Wild Wings. Jamba Juice. There's a McDonald's. Not the best McDonald's in the world. No. We've been there before. It didn't. wasn't too happy. But hey, McDonald's is McDonald's. Kona, you're killing me. And so she stops. <laughs> she knows. Uh, so she knows. We got done with that over at Sweet Tomatoes real quick, and we went over to the outlets and, yep. and decided to uh, check out what was at the outlets. Yeah. Um, the outlets were good. We usually really just go to the Character Warehouse. We have our own like premium outlets, the same company here in Gulfport. So going to the outlets... We can do that at home, but the character warehouse is one of the stores that we don't have, so that's usually our first stop. Um, we see if there's anything we want, you know, to wear on our trip. Usually, we're pretty good about like 
packing and thinking of stuff ahead of time. But once we get down there, sometimes there's there's just something you're like, oh my gosh, that's perfect. Um, like your rain jacket. Yeah. It kind of poured for like two or three hours a day while we were there. Um, and Jeff had found a rain jacket from Pandora from Ace Ace Expeditions. Is that what it is? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, for twenty five dollars. So that yeah. was great. Not bad at all. I was I was rather. Um, impressed with uh, some of the selections that they had this time. I got a Starbucks mug, the You Are Here. Not the first Epcot mug. Um, the first one was purple and it had a purple monorail on it, which um, the purple monorail was in a fatal accident originally. Um, so that mug was only released for about a day and then it was pulled and a second Epcot mug was released and that mug um, was at the outlets for $6. So That's that was a steal a, of a deal. I was excited. I yeah. bought two. <laughs> So I got the uh, I got the Ace uh, Explorations or Expeditions uh, rain jacket, and I got a nice Indiana Jones uh, T-shirt as well. That was awesome. That was such a cool shirt. I was in a dilemma because the very next day on Saturday was May the Fourth, and of course that is the unofficial Star Wars holiday. May the Fourth be with you. I'd say it's pretty official. Yeah, pretty official, but not official official. But. Uh, so I wanted to find something Star Wars wise there at the uh, at the outlet and didn't find anything, but did find that Indiana Jones shirt. So I was I was pretty happy with that. Which is cool. Do you think that came from Disneyland? I don't know where you would find Indiana Jones stuff. Uh, Maybe Adventureland. Well, I mean they do have the stunt spectacular oh, at that's Hollywood true. Studios. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So that that would be one of the reasons why I've they never don't. seen that show. Oh, you're not missing it. I no, no, yeah, that's why I haven't no. seen it. I think I like walked in. And like, kind of watched part of it and left at one point. But I've never sat down and watched the whole thing. Kind of like Lights, Motors, Action. I liked that one though. Never saw it. What? It was never cool. Did, that no. was okay. That was a good one. I would see that one again. Um, but not. I haven't made time for Indiana Jones. I've seen Indiana Jones a couple of times, and that's all I needed because <sighs> I just find it boring now. I, it needs to go. It needs to be demolished and something else put there. No doubt about it. Yep. Just. It's a matter of time. It's a ticking time bomb, I'd say. Yeah. So we got done at the outlets, and we ended up at... The boardwalk. That's right, the boardwalk, yeah. We went to Jelly Rolls Friday night um, with our friends Jen and David. Right. And that was a lot of fun. It did take a little bit for us to even get, like, chairs to sit down on. We didn't have a a table to sit at, but we had chairs to sit in. That was fun. Um, And if you've never been to Jelly Rolls, it is a dueling piano bar on the boardwalk um, next to the Atlantic Dance Hall. There is a $15 per person cover, which is kind of steep because then the drinks inside are like 10 to $15 as well. Right. Um, but it was a lot of fun and the, some of the requests were pretty good. There were some periods of time where we were just kind of sitting there like, yeah, you can sing along, but it wasn't a song that makes you like get up and dance. You know, it wasn't a song well, that makes you... Well, there were a there couple, were a of, couple people. of people that were, yeah. like, getting up and dancing. Um, I mean, like, really dancing. Yeah. One too many um, $15 drinks. Yes. <laughs> so. And that's, that's literally the price of the drinks at Jelly Rolls. I mean, they're expensive. There's no doubt about it. I had water. Yeah, we had water. It was a good time. Yeah, good time. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we spent, uh, I'd oh. say, two and a half hours in there. I think we got there at nine, and we left almost at one. Oh, so it was longer. We were there for a while, yeah. I for me, it was like a couple hours or an hour more than I wanted to stay. Yeah. But you and Jen were waiting for we, a specific song. Yeah, we were waiting for Taylor Swift, <laughs> and it finally happened about one a.m. So that's when we left. Yeah. It did not play the Taylor Swift that we were waiting for, but. And both David and I are like, 
Thank you, yet? Lord. Can we go yet? We are finally getting to We're leave. like, no, we have to wait for like a good song. Like, what's and, a good and song? And a song no, would play, I mean. and Jeff and Dave would be like, was that a good song? We're like, no, that wasn't like a good uh. enough song to leave on. So then we'd wait, and they're like, okay, well, what about that one? Like, you guys were singing along. That was a pretty good one, right? We're like, no, that wasn't That wasn't like a, a good, good song. That well, was yeah, just like an yeah. okay song. So we had to wait. <laughs> the fr- like I said, the first hour was a lot of fun, a lot of good music that people requested that they played. But then it started getting old and just kind of. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, some of the songs yeah. weren't that great. No, they weren't old. But there's different um, musicians on different nights, and and it would be fun to go back another night and see other musicians. It'd be fun to go a night and get a table. It would, yeah, that, to that have a nice. place um, to like sit and rest. That'd be good. Yeah, so uh, that was fun, and we all went back to our hotels, and we we got some much much needed crashed. Sleep. Yeah, just literally <laughs> crashed. But. Then we got up and went to breakfast. Yeah, we did. At Ale and Compass at the Yacht Club. Mm-hmm. This this is a hidden gem. It is. Oh, my yeah. gosh. I'm I surprised. Almost, <laughs> I almost don't want to tell everybody, but at the same time, I want to tell everybody. Like, yeah. I think everyone needs to know about this because it, I, outside of the California Grill Brunch, I don't know if there's another hybrid buffet like this on property. And if there is, please tell us because we love them. Yeah, I loved it. Um, but for $23 a person, you have access to the full breakfast buffet and an entree off the menu, which there was a, I mean, probably 10 or 12 options for entrees. There was, there was a lot of options for entrees. And it includes your drink. But with the, uh, you know, kind of a modified breakfast buffet, there was bagels, there was pastries and breads and, um, Biscuits and gravy. Biscuits and gravy, yeah. Um, Fruits. there was fruits and cheeses. Salmon. And, yep, smoked salmon and um, capers and everything that you'd put um, on a bagel with locks. And some different type of meats, too. like um, Yes, like a charcuterie board. There was like capicola and ham yeah. and all that good stuff. I'm trying to think what else. Parker House rolls. Um, all just really, really, really good stuff. There was yogurts. Um... All kinds of stuff. I, I had a little bit of everything. Yeah. I, I came back after one trip with a full plate because I wanted to try literally everything. It and, was so good. But we still had to choose our uh, entrees. Entrees. And I loved my entree. I had this like. Um, oh, and cheeses. I'm trying to. I'm oh, like cheeses. looking back at pictures. That's right. Uh, biscuits yeah. and gravy, rolls, pastries, um, <laughs> bagels, cream cheese, meats, fruits, cheeses. Oh, I think that was just about yogurts, but muffins, oatmeal. Oh, there was oatmeal with oatmeal, different toppings. Oatmeal, yeah, I didn't have any of that, though. English muffins, yeah. jellies, jams. Lots of good stuff. Lots of, oh my God, it was, it was so good. Now, the entrees, though. I had this, uh, like, open-faced brisket um, steak, sandwich. steak sandwich type um, that had a uh, poached egg on the top of it. With some uh, hash brown potatoes like type stuff, and then a salad. I don't remember what the salad had in it, but everything that I had off that that entree was fantastic. I loved it. I think that the uh, steak. No, I'm sorry. Was it steak or was it brisket? I it, think was it was steak. It was steak. The steak could have been seasoned a little bit better uh, to give it a little bit more flavor, but otherwise, everything else on the plate was really, really good. I was it very happy. So good very happy with my choice i did not like my entree (laughs) um i had bacon blueberry pancakes right 
which I was really hesitant about. It sounded good, but I wasn't sure if I would like bacon and blueberry together. Yeah. I knew I would like blueberry pancakes. I was pretty sure I'd like bacon pancakes. Yeah. Um, but I didn't know about having them together. But I'm glad I ordered them so that I could see. I truthfully only ate two bites. Um, and our waitress was great. She offered to bring me other pancakes. She offered to bring me plain pancakes. She offered to bring me something else. But I had already like filled up off the buffet. Yeah, you did. Um, so yeah. it was fine. Um, but I I wouldn't get that again. The bacon, it was like chunks of very smoky bacon. And then like a few blueberries. And the smokiness of the bacon like overpowered everything. Yeah. Um, I thought they were good. Yeah, Jeff liked them. Nobody else liked them. I, I I had a bite, and I was like, I I could have had that entire entree. It was very good. Um, David got a breakfast flatbread, which he loved yeah. and was looked so good. Um, and then Jen got the stuffed no, what was it? Salted caramel apple stuffed French toast. Yum! Oh my god, it was so good. <laughs> it was so good, yeah. and it had like brown sugar on top, and um. What are those yellow, the yellow raisins, the golden raisins? Um, okay, the good stuff. Those were delicious. So everyone else was really happy with their entrees. Um, I wasn't like a huge fan of mine, but they did like try and help me find something else. I was just already full. Yeah. Um, so for $23, you get the hybrid buffet. You get your choice of an entree and your non-alcoholic beverage. So juice, water, soda, um, tea, coffee, all that kind of stuff. And we walked out pretty happy. Oh yeah, oh if, yeah. Oh, I forgot. Did we ra- we did rate the uh, experience out of five stars? What did, what did I think you we did it? four and a half. Was it four four and a half? I gave it a four. Okay, that's probably what it was. Yeah, I gave it a four out of five stars. Um, and I think I took the half away just because of you know your entree that you didn't like. But I mean, so. the service was great. The food quality was great. I just didn't like the flavors of my dish. Yeah, but Which I could have picked something else and it would have been great. It's not like we walked away hungry. No, not at all. I mean, we didn't eat. We went to Epcot that day, um, and it's Flower and Garden Festival right now, and we didn't really eat until early afternoon. Yeah. So, since you've mentioned that, uh, we did. We left there, and we went straight to uh, Epcot. Mm -hmm. Uh, We jumped on Soarin' real quick, and uh, then we headed over to... um, the Minnie's, Odyssey building. Yeah, Minnie's Garden Party, which yeah. is happening that weekend. Yeah. Um, that was pretty cool. I think it was the Flower and Garden merchandise was 25% off, which I'm sure it still is the rest of the festival. Yeah. But I think it was like a push to get rid of some merchandise. The meet and greet with Minnie was great. The photo background was great. Minnie's dress was super cute. We waited in a super long line for it, longer than I think I've waited for almost any other oh, character. But, but you have to mention what happened while you were waiting in line. Who did you see? Oh, we saw oh, the trackers. The trackers, yeah. Yeah, we saw Tim and Jen, and that was really cool. Which, it's funny because people see us in the parks, and they're like, oh my gosh, and it's so cool for them. But for us to see Tim and Jen, we were like, oh, it's them. Well, you, like, had, a, you had a fan moment. I Yeah, like, I time. love them. We watched yeah. them every day at dinner. It was so great. And just the day before, they had announced they were having a little baby. So yeah, it was so cool yeah. to you know talk to her and see like how she's doing, how she's feeling. Um, that was super cool. I was really excited about that. Yeah, that Jeff, was a lot of fun. I didn't know where Jeff was, and I called him, and I was like, come here. Come here now. <laughs> I, I had gone to the bathroom, and I get this text of, you need to get over here right now. And uh, He's like, what's wrong? He's like, what's going on? And I go over there, and I round the corner going into the Odyssey building, and there stands Tim and Jen. <laughs> uh, so if you've never watched them on YouTube, uh, 
highly recommend you have there yeah the tim tracker is a very popular disney related channel uh he, well yeah orlando centric i mean they he, he doesn't just visit disney parks he goes to universal he goes to bush gardens bush they gardens, go to fun Gatorland, spot yeah you know all um, kinds of I mean, he's even done stuff that that pirate uh, mini, mini mini golf, golf. pirate thing over at the crossroads. Yep, he did that too. He's gone to St. Augustine. Yeah. it's really like Central Florida centric. Yeah, pretty um, much. Yeah, activities. He goes to all the funky gift shops, the big wizard gift shop. He's yeah. been to flea markets. I mean, if there's something to do in Central Florida, they probably have a video about it. He knows about it. He yeah, does, and he does. He does fantastic reviews. Well, the both of them do really fantastic reviews. Yeah. They so do. for people like us that yeah. don't always stay just at disney and do just go to the parks it's a lot of fun to see all kinds of stuff yeah and i also saw john from bigfatpanda.com yeah uh, he was out there and uh it was it, it was interesting because i was looking at some pass holder stuff that they had there in the odyssey building and i heard this voice and i recognized that voice. i'm like where have i heard that voice but i turn around i go i know that voice and john turns around he's like i know that voice and automatically <laughs> we're you know, automatic connection as to who each other was and everything. I had never got to meet him in person. Right. Uh, so it was really nice to talk to him for a few minutes and, uh, you know, just kind of connect a little bit face to face, which we had never gotten to do. But I didn't get a picture and I wish I had. But maybe I'll run into him again. Yeah, um, next time we're there. Next time, yeah. So we got done with that and uh, then we started making our way around the world showcase. Mm-hmm. And uh, you and Jen and David started. Um, we went into Mexico. Well, yeah, I went to Mexico, and, and they started their whole uh, trek around the world showcase of you know trying food and different drinks and stuff like that. Our favorite yeah. um, beverage from Mexico is no longer... Which one? A Bloody Maria. Oh, the Bloody Maria, yeah. So it's Bloody Mary, but instead of tequila, there's... I mean, instead of vodka, there's tequila, but... Um, La Cava makes their own Bloody Mary mix, and they were running out from making that drink separate yeah, from yeah. the tequila flight, which is where they typically serve the Bloody Mary mix. Right. And so they don't do that drink anymore. I'm yeah. so sad. Yeah. It's so good. It happens. But, you know, they'll come up with something better oh, I'm sure. uh, to replace it with. And so uh, we did a lot of that throughout most of the day. Now, I got to bring this up, and the only reason I bring it up is because it affected me when Disney made this change. As everybody knows, uh, they have now moved the smoking areas out of the Disney parks and have put them at the front entrances to, you know, each of the four parks, Magic Kingdom, Epcot, Hollywood Studios, Animal Kingdom. And the smoking area that they had at Epcot uh, was very inconveniently located for really everybody uh, because they had it right next, next to an area where they're doing all this construction at Epcot right now where the uh, entrance is, where you do the uh, loading for the trams and the monorail, stuff like that. Everyone coming in from the parking lot has to walk through. Everybody has to walk through the smoking area to not get to like, Epcot if you're driving. It's not off to the side and you walk past it. Like You, you have, have to, to walk, walk directly through, through the yeah. smoking area. One of the worst spots Disney could have placed that. I was very disappointed in what they decided to do. But this entire time, you know, I, I'm not a smoker, I'm a vapor. And uh, this whole day... I did not say anything to anybody about, hey, I need to stop and I need to go to the smoking area so I can do this because I did not want to inconvenience anybody. So throughout this entire day, about seven hours worth, I just stayed with the party, but I started getting a little bit, uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? 
aggravated? Yeah, aggravated, <laughs> irritated, because I had not for so long. And I found out that there is a smoking area outside of the International Gateway entrance yep. headed towards the boardwalk. Again, very poorly placed smoking area that Disney has put it in because, again, guests have to walk straight through it if they're going through the International Gateway entrance. Mm-hmm. And people were complaining about it, but I, I, I don't know what to tell them, you know, other than Disney needs to figure something else out because that's not going to work. A lot of people are going to be real upset. Removing them from you know? the parks, I don't think, was as big of an issue as we thought it was going to be, but the places that they did assign as the new smoking areas are the issue. Yeah. It's yeah. not that it's out of the parks. That's fine. You know, you can step out of the park for 10 minutes and be fine. But it's where they are. I mean, Animal Kingdom, it's right next to the bag check. Yeah. And Magic is. Kingdom, anybody getting off a bus is going to have to walk through the smoking area. Exactly. Yep. You know, at Epcot, anybody coming off a parking tram is, because of the construction, is going to have to walk directly through the middle of the smoking area. Yep. If you're coming in from the International Gateway, you have to walk right through it. Um so it's not that they removed it from the parks. That's whatever. That's Disney's choice. Yeah, it but is. It's where they placed them. It's wor- It's awful. It's worse than it was before. It it is worse because before they had these smoking areas kind of tucked away through, you know, throughout the parks. Right. There were two locations in each park, and those areas were kind of tucked away away from everybody to where guests did not have to walk through that area. Unless you were going to smoke, you weren't going back there. Exactly, and so but now. When you're leaving the park and when you're entering the park, you have to walk through it every single time. So hopefully uh, Disney changes that mm-hmm. and finds a better area uh, to put people who do smoke and who do vape. But um, I'd venture to say that most people that didn't use those areas before didn't couldn't tell you where they were. True. Very true. Yeah. But I was proud of myself. I, I went like seven hours. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And didn't... Uh, I did it for as long as I could. And I think that was good to show you too like you know you can yeah yeah so but uh the other reason that we were also on this trip is because we wanted to see illuminations reflections of earth one more time before it goes away for good in august uh, september september 30th september 30th okay i thought it was august um and we found a great spot oh my gosh we had yeah. Great, great spot. So good that we oh. were going to sit for two hours Yeah, and like hold down the fort and mm-hmm. wait for this spot. And what does Florida do like it's famous for? Florida had to go and rain yeah. on our parade. Thank you, Central Florida, for raining on everything again. It uh, had not rained oh. all day. It, there had not been a storm cloud. Nothing. Nothing. Nope. And we just watched it roll in. I mean, and it came down, and so we evacuated our spot and went over into Italy and and got up underneath. We kept it with an eyesight, you know. though. We were yeah. really serious about. We wanted to go spot. back over there, but the thing was that they had roped it off. Yeah. As a, this section is, you know, Italy Isola. That's what it's called. Oh, okay. Uh, so they said, okay, well, it's going to be delayed. Well, okay, fine. So we walked all the way back around to the beginning of the World Showcase, right there in front of Future World, mm-hmm. International Gateway area. No, not the International Gateway area. Where were we? Oh, what's it called? The, where the where the gift shops are before you turn to go to either Mexico or to go to Canada. Yeah. So those gift shops right there, in between them. It right in the between, in the middle. And we're like, okay, we'll wait here. That and way, when the show's over, we can get out. Yeah. And we waited. 
and we waited. We listened to pre-show music forever. They played Texas. Till it played Texas. Ah, Texas, yeah, yeah, Texas, yeah, Texas, yeah, yeah. Our friends were like, "This is the weirdest music," and we're like, "Oh man, you guys have no idea." Yeah, you don't listen to SR. <laughs> we love this song. We know this song. Yeah, and uh, they kept saying, "You know, Illuminations has been delayed. We're sorry for the inconvenience." But, but while we're waiting, we're seeing the fireworks going off. And the show going at Hollywood Studios. And we're like, okay, well, maybe they're just waiting. Because it had stopped raining by this time. Mm -hmm. And we're like, okay, well, they're just waiting for that park to get done. And maybe they'll start Illuminations right after. That one ended. And we still sat there and waited. And finally. They canceled it. Over an hour after it was supposed to have started. Maybe an hour and a half almost. They canceled it. At 7 o'clock, we decided we were going to stay and wait in this spot and watch Illuminations. Like, we had done the World Showcase. Yeah. We had done Future World. We had, like, been back and forth through the park. And we were going to sit here, wait for the fireworks, and go home. Yeah. That's 7 o'clock. Yeah. They did not cancel the show until 10 o'clock. Like, we could have left three hours earlier. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And at 7 o'clock, you can still... We could have gone to Disney Springs. We could have gone to another park. We could have gone and done so much other stuff in that three hours rather than sitting there yeah. in wet and rainy Epcot. I mean... A rainy day at Disney World is better than a sunny day anywhere else, but... Still. I don't want to be sitting there for three hours. Yeah, true. For nothing. True. But they canceled it, and there went our opportunity yeah. to see the show, which really bummed me out. We only rode two attractions while we were there that day, Spaceship Earth and Soaring. That's it. Yeah, I wanted to ride the Mexico one. Oh, we saw the Canada movie. Yeah, oh yeah, we did do Canada. Oh my gosh. I forgot about that. And yeah. our friends that were with us could not believe that we knew all the words. Yeah. <laughs> to the music. Yeah. They're like, what? Aren't we sad? <laughs> no, we're not. We're just happy Disney people. Um, Which so, they go to Disney just as much, if not more, as we do. Than but we do. They, they don't hear the song as much as we do. Yeah. That's you know, that's the whole thing. Um, which is fine. Yeah, it's no big deal. But I still enjoy uh, Oh Canada. Mm-hmm. Martin Short. Martin Short's still relevant and good and, and, and all that. They really need to update that film, though. Mm-hmm. It's it's really old. It's bad. It's bad, bad old. So they need to change that. So that pretty much wrapped up our day at Epcot. Um, mm-hmm. We made it back to the room and crashed once again. We got McDonald's. Yeah. Got me, got oh, my gosh. I got my fish and chips at Epcot. That you was did. A, that was a highlight you of did. the day. Yeah. I love those fish and chips from the UK. Mm, yeah. Yeah. So good. So good. So good. So we uh, now it's uh, Sunday morning and uh, it is picture time. Picture time. Over at the Grand Floridian Resort for our engagement photos. So we woke up, got ready. Uh, so a little bit of an overcast day, partly cloudy day, I'd say. Thankfully. You know, it, it, was worked, not, it worked well. It was not raining and it was not blistering sunny. Uh, so the cloud cover did help a little bit. Mm-hmm. But uh, we met our photographer right there at the entrance, uh, the lobby area for the Grand Floridian. We had a 30-minute session. And that was perfect. That was, I think, the perfect amount of time. About how many pictures did she take, did you say? She sent us just, like, done, edited, like, pictures that she liked enough to send. And we got almost 150. That's a, wow. For 30 minutes, Mm -hmm. that's a lot of photos. That's a lot of photos. Uh, Like she said, we did get them yesterday. So Um, a week. Yeah. A week from taking pictures to receiving them in my inbox was like almost to the hour. And you were happy. Yes, they look so good. Yeah, they look very good. I, I did like them. This is the first time we've had professional pictures taken yeah. of us together. Um, so we weren't really sure. And we were like kind of a, not uncomfortable. 
we just were unsure, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was a new experience. It started off somewhat uncomfortable, but then it got a lot easier as we went. Yeah. You know? Oh, and that's the, something that having a good photographer who can tell you how to pose, where to look, yeah. how to turn, someone who's going to put you in the best light, in the best position to look your best, because sure. you'll have these pictures forever. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, they turned out really good. We were happy. We were definitely happy. I'm taking toys away from Kona as we talk here. She keeps bringing them over. She wants to play. Of course. Um, she wasn't feeling too good yesterday, so I'm glad she's feeling better. Any other time she doesn't want to play, she just wants to lay down. But now, because we're doing this, she wants to play. Mm-hmm. So uh, we got done with our pictures at the Grand Floridian, and uh, we changed clothes. And in the car. In the, in the car, <laughs> yeah. And we headed over to the Magic, uh, the Magic Kingdom. Kingdom. We drove over, you know, because I, I didn't want to leave the Jeep there uh, parked where I was for the day to risk it possibly getting towed. And it's a good thing I didn't, too. I think you should have just left it. Yeah, but I didn't. And, and I'm glad I didn't because then it took us over to Magic Kingdom parking and they have started construction there at oh the tr- Ticket and Transportation Center to, uh, you know, put the loading and unloading area of the trams in a uh, somewhat under a cover under a cover in a better location so it'll be great when it's done but for now the parking trams drop you off before the tunnel yeah they do but the th- and it doesn't even drop you off at the tunnel it turn it makes a u-turn mm-hmm. and it starts going back the other direction towards the parking lot and then stops and, lets and you then out. stops and lets you out and i'm like well, what did you take us all this way? Why didn't you just stop at the you know little turnaround area? It'd have been fine. Mm-hmm. But no, you got to make us walk an extra five to ten minutes to get to where we need to go. This construction, you know, the removal of all of those um, bricks, bricks and everything, that has started as well as we of this past weekend. We didn't. No. They. We wanted one. We had planned on getting one. Yeah. But after seeing some reviews of some friends of ours that have them. Um, they're printed. They're not engraved. Yeah. So um, a friend of ours had one, put it out in her yard, and it rained, as it does here in the South, like in Florida, and it washed it all off. She's bringing me another one. Can I have <laughs> it? No, not going to let me have it. It just it washed all the ink off, so she just had a plain brick. So yeah. we decided at that point that we weren't going to get one. But, yeah, so they're removing the bricks. They're putting it undercover. But it's just really inconvenient. It is really inconvenient. I mean, and I get it. They're trying to make improvements to the entrances, getting ready for the you know, 50th anniversary of the parks and everything else. I get it. But this construction is just a real inconvenience if you're driving your vehicle. It really is. We did not take one monorail the whole weekend. Well, we couldn't because, well, Saturday, this whole we- that whole weekend was national cheerleading competition going on yeah. for high schoolers. So there was a bunch of cheerleaders all over the place. And then Sunday was Cinco de Mayo. Yeah. And it was even more people showing up. I mean, it was, the line for the monorail to go to the Magic Kingdom was oh ridiculous. <laughs> we took a ferry and we waited for the second ferry. Yeah. And um, amidst the love bug infestation. Uh, oh, my God. And it was so hot. You guys, it was pretty hot. We When we were waiting for the ferry, we actually saw someone faint. Oh, yeah, we did. It was um, an older gentleman. Yeah. And then our friends had seen someone faint earlier in the weekend. Right. Um, so, like, the heat and, you know, staying hydrated is 
Oh, is real. It's so real. You have to. There's no way around it. Yeah. Um, without fans and without cooling towels and without carrying our own water bottles, the like metal water bottles that'll keep you, you know, cold for 12 hours. And sure. There's no way. Um, really? Really? She doesn't think so either. She knows the heat is real. No, you're not going over there. No, stay over there. Stay over there. I'm, I'm about to put her over there into the living room and let her stay. But let's talk about that love bug infestation real quick. You people in in Central Florida, I have sympathy for you right now because your vehicles are just covered in in love bugs from the drive in Central Florida, and kids were freaking out because love bugs were all over the place and screaming oh my and upset, and I, I felt bad for them. I really do. I mean, it wasn't pleasant for us either. No, it wasn't. It wasn't, but at the same time, people live there. My goodness gracious. I, I mean, even when, when I lived there, it wasn't that bad. I mean, did you experience them? No, not in Jacksonville. In not no. like that. When no. I was in Tampa, they weren't so bad either. But it was kind of funny. It was that total Disney bubble where they were awful on the ferry dock. They were awful on the ferry. Yep. They were awful going through bag check. But then once we got into the park, I never saw another one. Could you imagine being on the Seven Dwarfs Mine Train uh, or Big Thunder Mountain? I'm just getting hit in the and, face. And, you know, you're, you're pew, screaming pew, pew, because pew, pew, pew. it's such a good time and two love bugs just Blech. go right into your mouth. Blech. Oh, I bet you it's happened, too. I'm sure. Yeah. But I didn't see any, I didn't see a single bug while we were in the park. In the parks, I didn't really see them at all. No. the bubble. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. That bubble. Uh, so, yeah, we we did go to uh, the Magic Kingdom, met up with Jen and David again, got some Starbucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, we the Jungle Cruise? Well, we tried to go on People Mover, and... Um, the line was ridiculous. Every line was ridiculous. We had a fast pass for Jungle Cruise, so you I guys wanted there. to go do Jungle Cruise. Mm-hmm. And... Jungle Cruise is always good. Not one of my favorites. No. Oh no. my gosh, I love no, it. No, it's not. I, I love it. Once you've done it so many times, it, the jokes are old. And no, I just... Not for me. Not for me. I, I do it because you like it. Then what did we do? Oh, then we went and got a hey, hey cone. Yeah, she got a... Uh, a what is it? Hey, hey. Okay. From Moana. That's right. Oh, that's right. Um, um, raspberry flavored yogurt. Yeah. Not a Dole Whip. Not raspberry. Dole Whip. Well, there's Dole Whip on the bottom. Dole Whip and then raspberry whip. And right. then <laughs> um, a sour strip yeah. thing on top and two white chocolate eyes. Mm-hmm. Which... Jen got it, but she doesn't like Dole Whip, so I got half of a cone. That was cool. Yeah, that was good. I had a little bit of it. You did? Yep. You know? It was so sticky. Oh, my gosh. I I would suggest if you get any of the cones, the Hey Hey Cone, the Lost Princess Cone, the Up Cone, and I'm missing one somewhere, but get them in a cup. You can get... They will make it for you in a cup, just the same, but when it melts, you can eat it with a spoon. Yep. Um, and avoid sticky hands, and we did not. We did it for the gram. We wanted the blue cone. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but it was messy. And then you guys <laughs> went over to uh, Casey's. Yep. Corn dog nuggets. Yeah, you guys had corn dog nuggets corn and dog stuff. Nuggets. And I went over to Pecos Bills because mm-hmm. I had not been there in a couple of years. Well, no. We rode Space Mountain. Oh, that's right. We rode Space Mountain after that. That's right. Yeah. Um, and and then that's what that's when we got stuck in Armageddon. The, in, yeah. Said it. yeah. Oh gosh, this rainstorm. Wow. It was bad. I mean, we've both lived in Florida. We've both been to the parks all time of year. We we live in the heart of hurricane season here in Mississippi. Yeah. This rainstorm was bad. It was bad. It was one of those raining sideways, like it'll blow your lawn furniture over. 
It was bad. <laughs> and it was one of those potential thunderstorms where it makes the Magic Kingdom start to flood in certain yes. areas. Especially like where we were over by Rocket Tower Plaza in Tomorrowland. It was flooded. starting to flood. You see all the yeah. pictures of, of Frontierland flooded badly. And yeah. It was yeah. starting to get that way. I think if it had continued to rain, it rained for about two hours. But if it was one of those Florida days where it rains all day long, yeah. it would have been really bad. And you were such a trooper. You decided to go out into the rain with me with a poncho and everything so I could go to Pecos Bills. My spray tan melted off. Yeah. Yeah, it did. <laughs> it, was, it was so hot in the rain and everything else, but... I had not been there for a couple of years, and it's so good. I wanted I wanted to have uh, something while I was over there. I, I got a burger with some chips and a drink. It was eighteen dollars just for me. Eighteen bucks mm-hmm. for a burger, chips, and a soda. My goodness gracious! My corn dog nuggets with apple slices and no drink was almost ten dollars. See. Isn't that crazy? Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you this. I used to really love Pecos Bills. It's not as good. That burger, it was good, but it wasn't great. So OG you know? Pecos Bills oh, was really good. The bomb. Then they switched to more like tacos. Tex-Mex. Yeah, yeah. and that was all right, too. And then I'm not sure what they're like really going for now. Yeah. There's no like theme. I don't know. It I don't was know. weird. It, it doesn't exactly go with Frontierland anymore, in my opinion. If they were to move all that stuff over to where like Pirates is at, stuff. I don't know. Well, they have Tortuga know. Tavern, and Tortuga Tavern sells uh, tacos too. Well, half the time they're not even open though. No. That's the thing. I've it's a never, seasonal place. I've never eaten at Tortuga. I've eaten Tavern. at Tortuga one time. I don't even think I've been inside. It was okay. It was okay, but it wasn't good. Yeah. In a way. I feel like that's most of the Magic Kingdom. It is, but the price was just. It's so overpriced. <laughs> so overpriced. And that's one of the reasons why I don't do eating around the world at the World Showcase. No. Because they nickel and dime you for these little appetizer size, you know, dishes. that they, It's not even an appetizer. We usually get you know? probably like four or five items. I, I don't want to waste my money on going booth to booth when I can get a good meal for less than 20 bucks. By the time you get to America, you've already spent $40, $50 on food. It's kind of crazy. That's just why I don't do it. I don't know. But there are some good stuff that come out of it, though. Right. I will say that. We will pick and choose what we eat. We we don't go just to eat. We usually go in with a plan and have... We've looked at the menus and say, all right, this is what we know we want to get. So we don't settle for something in... Mexico when what we really we get to Germany and we're like oh man that looks so good and oh. we're full well, and I did have like my beer money yeah I did, did have my beer yeah mm-hmm. that I always get but like uh, like we said Pecos Bills was just it was it was okay uh you get more toppings than what you need just to make it taste better I think yeah it came which with is bad. plain tortilla chips on the side which we turned into nachos yes we did from the top people. yes we did and it was good those were good I, I enjoyed those I but. mean I don't I don't know I've never had bad nachos yeah <laughs> true and at that point we were kind of like okay it's still raining it had rained on our parade <laughs> yeah and we were ready to go we were yeah what time do you think it was three it was probably three three close to maybe close to four o'clock by the time we got back to the jeep so we went through the emporium yep yep and jeff found a hat if you know jeff you know that i would say a 
third of our shelf space in our closet in our bedroom no. is hats. No, yes. it is not a third. The whole back wall back there. My shelf. one shelf <laughs> is all hats. Is I have one shelf too. A quarter just, of my shelf. The rest of it is shelf. pants and shorts. But I have them all stacked up, not too high. How many hats do you think you have? I probably hmm. Under, over, well, okay. over twenty. Yeah. Over twenty hats. I'd easily. say probably yeah, about between like I'd say forty. Oh, that's that's pushing it. I used to have forty. I made him. And you made them. me get rid of them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that was that was six months ago. Now it's over twenty. I can probably count on two hands the hats that I've seen you actually wear. I pick and choose very carefully. It's the same hat, just different patches. Well, yeah, it's just you know. It is what it There's is. There's a lot anyway. of hats in our closet. So Jeff bought another hat. So I got another hat. Yes. Yes. And It's cool, though. It's a Nike dry fit it is. hat with Mickey it's, on it. I am kind of obsessed with it. I do kind of like it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a good hat. So, yeah. You didn't get anything in the Emporium, did you? Mm-mm. No. Um, so, yeah. Went back to the Jeep after that. We made our way back. And then we were like, okay, what do we want to do for dinner? We're hungry. Our friends had left by this point. Yeah, David Jen and Jen, Jen left. Down. They got soaked. They ran in the middle of the storm. Yeah, yeah. Bless them. They had to make it back for Game of Thrones. <laughs> they did. You know, and they did. Um, but we were hungry and we were like, okay, where do we want to go eat? So we start going over our favorites, you know, Boma, Beer Garden, Beer Boma, Garden. Mm-hmm. you know. And um, I saw a reservation pop up for 1900 Park Fair. Now, we had been there a couple of years ago with my sister and her kids. Um... And I was, uh, I was fifty-fifty on the place. It wasn't all that great. I think we were exhausted. There was that trip. There was five adults and three children under six, and yeah. we we were not the go back to the room in the middle of the day and take a nap park goers. Yeah, yeah with even yeah. with three children under six. Yeah, we were get up, get to the park. Go all day. All day. And come home after fireworks. Yeah, exactly. And so by the time we had gotten to dinner that night, we were there for a week. Yeah. So by the time we got to dinner that night, I don't know if we were exhausted or if the food really wasn't that good. I don't think the food was that good when we went that first time. I'm going to be honest with you. I was not impressed with it whatsoever. But something said to me, 1900 Park Fair came up and I was like, hmm. We looked at the menu. And we looked at the menu, and it's like, this sounds really, really good. We did, you know, look at some other options as well, you know, as far as what we wanted. And I, I flat out said, you know what, let's do it. Let's." And she's like, if, if that's what you want to do, then that's fine. Yeah. You were all for it. Let's go. Let's go. The menu looked so good. I yeah. think we were both hungry, too. Yeah. Even though I had just had Pecos bills, I was still hungry. Yeah. And so... <laughs> We went back to the room real quick, and I kind of freshened up a little bit. Now, the whole time when I made my reservation for you know for dinner and stuff, I looked at the clock on, in the jeep, and I was like, "Oh, we've got a couple of hours, no problem." He never t- changed the clock. I we, was getting to that. I was getting to that. Time yeah, so I never switched the clock for time zones from central to eastern. That's why I thought we had a couple hours. We went back to the hotel. I freshened up a little bit. And I looked at my watch, and I was like, gosh, it's a lot later than what I thought it was. And I was like, we have like 20 minutes to get to the Grand Floridian. Let's like, go. I know. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, I know. And I was like, why didn't you say something? Uh, and, 
you know and so we got over there we had plenty of time and we checked in with a couple minutes to spare you know, and then we waited reason. for our room too. yeah we waited and we got our to, room our table we waited for our table we got to listen to some music and oh, uh yeah. shop a little bit while we were in there mm-hmm. um and so i went in to 1900 park fair with a completely open mind to give it another chance 100%. We tried everything. Tried everything. It was Literally. so good. So good. We were so shocked. I mean, I was almost blown away at the quality of the food. Mm-hmm. And, and our, the diversity. That It wasn't American food or, you know. No, no, not at all. Between the peel and eat shrimp, the catfish. Beef the tips. Beef tips, the brisket. Rice. Oh, my gosh. Um. um Oh, it's just all of it. There was a uh, some noodles with shrimp. Um, what was it? Oh, was it like not an Alfredo? No, it wasn't an Alfredo. I can't remember exactly what it was, but it was just Jeff loves the pasta. So the pasta was so good. <laughs> it was so good. Even the desserts. Even I mean, the desserts we, were great. <laughs> we grabbed a ton of gummy bears. And I was going to shove them in a napkin and shove them in my purse. Yeah. And our waitress came over. She's like, you want a cup for those? And that was Michelle from Los Angeles. That's where she was from. She was so nice. Awesome server. Oh, my gosh. So good. We were telling her that we had been there before and we weren't thrilled. And it had been a few years that we came back to try it. And she said to us that since we had been there, there's been a change in management. Right. Yep. And the new management of the restaurant is a former chef. So he'll go through and try the items throughout the night, and if they're not up to par or up to his standard, he will pull them from the buffet. And that's a great thing. In my yeah. Opinion. That's so good. So that was good to hear that that's probably a good reason why the food has improved. Yeah. Um, the characters were great. Like, as two, like, grown adults with no kids, sometimes character interactions are can be a little awkward or, like, you don't know what to say. They were hilarious. They were great. Each of them. I mean, they were they were really really good and we had we were out there at the end of the night so we actually saw the characters twice yep um you know and they continued our conversation remembered us you know picked up where we had left off and, sure yeah and they yeah. were they were great but you can't leave out your interaction with cinderella you she can't made leave me this cry. out she did um she we had, we were talking about that we were getting married and so she was looking at my ring and she was like, well, you know, come here. He can't hear us talk about this. So she pulled me away from the table. She asked me, um, you know, what my dress looked like. And I was telling her. And then she told me I was going to be a pretty bride. And I started to cry. Yep. yep. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Big, like, big boohoo crying in the middle of 1900 Park Fair. <laughs> like crocodile tears type <laughs> crying. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And I sat back down at the table. You know, she said, I'll come back later for a picture. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I sat down. I'm like, why am I crying? <laughs> and our waitress was so funny. I almost cried. It was, it yeah, was such a it moment. Was sweet. Yeah. Our waitress was like, it's been a while since we've had that reaction from one of our older princesses. <laughs> and I was like, thanks. <laughs> I appreciate that. But they were yeah. sweet. And she did come back later and take a picture. She did. Yeah. yeah it was awesome. Yeah. Great character interaction. A great... Uh, the hostess were fantastic. Our server, Michelle, was fantastic. Mm-hmm. The characters were great. The food was really... I, I will go back. Oh, yeah. I will definitely go back. If they if they keep that quality of food, it's great. Well, and now it's the same price as Boma. It's the same price as Beer Garden. Yeah, I mean, we walked for two people. For us, it was 120 bucks. After but the that tip. But that was with our AP discount, too. And a tip. And a tip as well. But at the same time, remember this. If you're you know a couple going to 1900 Park Fair, 
This is family style, you know, dining at uh, at the Grand Floridian. So you're going to have a lot of kids in there. Might be a little bit louder than what you want it to be, but at the same time, the interaction that you have with you know, just everybody, the cast members, the food, the characters, and seeing the interactions of kids around you is also a really it's a treat to see it how kids so react. It was so cool, yeah. and even the characters. There's a um, a family across the way from us that had twin babies. Yeah, they had a young daughter with them. She's probably like three, but they had twin babies with them too. And um, Trezella or Anastasia, one of the two turned around. She's like, they have really cute twin babies over there, <laughs> and they were so funny. Like, they really were. I don't know. It was they had their normal personas. Um, but it's interesting to see how each character performer, you know, can bring the character to life in a different way. Yeah. So that was a different character interaction than we've had with other Drizellas and other Anastasias. Yeah. Um, that was kind of fun. But I walked out of there full and happy. Yeah, not miserably full. Not miserably full, but full and happy. Mm-hmm. And even got some gummy bears to go. Yep. Which was great. And uh, went back to the hotel and... Woke up the next morning, and we were on the road, headed back here to uh, to home. Yep, we got up the next day. We were going to go to Animal Kingdom, and we were like, man, we're going to be miserable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> if we try and go to a park and then get in the car and drive. So, and about halfway there, you were like, we made the right choice. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I had to get up and go to work the next day. Jeff took the day off to, like, recoup once he got home. I did not. I had to go to work. Then the, I- the crazy thing was is one of the rest stops that we we stopped at and both of us getting out of the jeep you know to just go and stretch our legs (laughs) was it not just the most unbelievable pain in the legs and your feet and just your body we looked like we were 100 years old it was so bad so crazy we were so stiff we were after you know you walk and walk and walk and you're always going and you're always on your feet for you know couple of days when you're at disney and, then and that's you, only a couple of days and then you get in the car and sit for eight hours you're just <laughs> we were stiff so enough stiff by the time we got back to pensacola yeah but we did we did make one other stop on the way home to bucky's in bucky's Alabama. we love that place that place that's is awesome. awesome yeah if you're driving on i-10 uh going east it's in foley alabama foley alabama stop at bucky's and check that place out it's absolutely amazing i mean just and the food is good too because uh, they do serve a lot of brisket and pulled pork and, I mean, just all kinds of stuff. you got to look it up look on YouTube or anything, but definitely check it out if you're driving to Walt Disney World on I-10 um, in Foley, Alabama. Crazy. Or if you're in Texas. They have them all over Yeah, Texas. i got them in Texas, too. This so. is the first location outside of Texas. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. It was good. I've never wanted to buy, like, gas station apparel. But I would buy some, like, Bucky's clothes. I would buy, like, a shirt, or they had swimsuits. They had all kinds of stuff. Yeah, I'd, they did, yeah. I've never wanted, like, a 7-Eleven shirt. <laughs> but I would wear a Bucky shirt. I would wear one. They had some good coffee mugs and flip-flops and swimsuits and just uh, home decor. Everything was I mean, cool. They had a wall of ices. Yeah. Then they have, like, the coffee wall. Where you, and then they have, like, a in, not in-ground, but, like, inset cooler with like 20 different creamer flavors oh, yeah. I and then espresso that. shots yep. you can add yep. and then syrup flavors and oh my god unbelievable so good so good and then um it looked like a deli case but it was beef jerky mm-hmm. and then they had like mm. candied nuts they had fudge all the stuff that they make there and everything that they make there you can sample 
You just oh, ask yeah. them. Say, oh, can I get a sample of this? And they'll give you a sample of it. No problem. So check that out. And we made our way back home. And um, all in all, not a bad trip. No. Not a bad trip at all. I'd, um, I'd like to spend longer, but it's so tough. It is. It's so tough. It's hard. That was my last trip in the parks for a while. Yeah, we're not renewing our passes. Yeah. That's very sad. Yeah, we got to do wedding stuff first. Yeah, then once we get done with wedding stuff. No, it's not sad, but once we get done with wedding stuff, we'll probably get our APs. So it'll be like the end of 2020 or 2021. Yeah, which means we won't see Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. That's okay. We're huge Star Wars fans. We love Star Wars. We have been... I was at the opening of Toy Story Land. We were there for the opening of Pandora. No I'm not dealing with that Star Wars crowd. There's no no way. Uh Uh-uh. I I was all about it at first. And then I saw what Disney is doing. And I'm like... I I don't don't even care. I I saw someone post the other day and they were asking about like, what time should we get there for the day that the... Star Wars Land opens, and someone had commented, and they're like, "There's people already lined up. Like, you're already late. <laughs> like, you, you need to like get a small tent and some sleeping bags, and and I don't know what Disney's going to do. Disney, I mean, Disneyland is doing it right with they're the li- reservations, with the reservations but and you, limiting people. They might do that because I mean, they just opened them, and it's like three weeks ahead of the opening of the land. Yeah. But Disney World isn't opening until August, and all they're saying is the parks open at six a.m better be there early which 6 a.m is crazy i think they'll open earlier than that and they won't let they'll open the park but they won't open star wars land so that's trying to herd that corral of people and not open that area are you kidding me that's what they did with toy story land so we bad idea my first experience with toy story land we got there at let's see the park opened at eight Extra magic hours were at seven. Yeah. And we got there at like six, six yeah. ten. By six thirty, we were in the park. The park did not open until eight. Extra magic hours opened at seven. But at 30, 45 minutes ahead of extra magic hours, we were in the park. Yeah. On, you know, that main street. And then they had a wall of cast members and they walked us at seven back over to Toy Story Land. Yeah. And then it was free for all. That's crazy. And I was the first person of the day on Aliens Rolling Saucers. Well, if you're going to Star Wars Galaxy's Edge for the opening at Disney's Hollywood Studios, good luck to you. May the force be with you. Yeah, really. Because uh, uh, send me pictures. No, no, don't send me pictures. I'm trying not send to see. Send me pictures. I don't want to see anything about Galaxy's Edge until I'm there. I want to see it. So all. I'm avoiding everything Galaxy's Edge wise until I'm there. That's going to be hard. It's going to be hard. Send them to me. Send them to Nicole. All right. So, and speaking of which. Tell them how they can send stuff to you uh, with postcards from Main Street and where they can find you on social media, your website, and everything else. So I'm at postcardsfrommainstreet.com. Yep. You can find me on Facebook. Instagram is the best place to reach out to me, um, at Postcards from Main Street. That is where I am most active. Right. Um, I try and share stuff from Instagram to Facebook, but Instagram is where I'm like most active, most responding, most engaging. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have anything you'd like to see on the blog, stuff we talk about on the podcast, you can listen to the podcast on the blog. You can listen, um, read all kinds of good stuff. Okay. All right. Cool. Thanks for coming on, Bob. Yeah. She hasn't been on in a while. I haven't. I'll be on DW60 this week as well. 
Oh, that's right, because uh, we're doing our uh, Expedition Roasters coffee reveal this Friday. Yeah. Yeah. A new flavor. Giving away a couple of bags during the show as well. So we're doing it in a couple of different segments. We're going to open the bag, smell the bag, and then we're going to brew the bag and then taste the bag. So We haven't even touched it. It's been sitting there unopened, so it's a fresh smell of fresh coffee and new coffee. Oh, it smells so good. Yeah, I'm going to enjoy it. Thanks for coming on, bud. It was fun. Yeah. All right, let's wrap up the show. <laughs> oh, man, that's good. Yeah, man. <laughs> you think Calypso music is hot? You wait till you taste the pepper on this one. Ico, Ico brings us to the end of our show. Thanks for checking out the podcast. Now, if you need to get in contact with me, send me an email. Send it to DW60 at SRSounds.com. You can contact me on Twitter at DW underscore 60. You can send a message to the DW60 Press Row Facebook page, or you can contact me in the Sorcerer Radio Disney Fun Zone. You want to hear DW60 in its entirety? Listen every single Friday morning, 8 a.m. Eastern Time, with a replay at 7 p.m. Eastern over at SRSounds.com. This is Jeff Davis, DW60's Press Row Podcasts. Have a magical day. Hi, this is Sorcerer, thanking you, the listeners, for your continued support of Sorcerer Radio, a station committed to bringing the best Disney programming in keeping with Walt Disney's vision, a station where children and parents can have fun listening together and also transporting you back to that favorite place that you all love so much, Walt Disney World. Thanks again for listening. Have a magical day. You're listening to a Weeby Geeks Network podcast. 